0: And Hello from Sleepless in Dubai. We're filming from 25 Hours Hotel at present and we would like to welcome you. My name's Julie Mallon and I'm the founder of Nurture to Sleep. My background is very much anything to do about sleep, then I will want to know the answer. Um, I'm also the mother of three incredible daughters and now I'd like to hand you over to Laura, my co-host.
1: Yes, my name is Aura Buckwell. I'm an international event MC broadcast journalist and mother of two. And we are very fortunate today to have on Sleepless in Dubai Alinood Bader, also known as Fazaza. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for
2: having me. Thank you.
0: Is there anything synonymous synonymous with the Bader?
2: With the Bader? Well, <laughs> no, really. It is. I am a bader. <laughs>
1: okay, um, well, actually for all our, for everyone listening, for all of those people living under a rock. For the past sort of 15 years. Tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got into the sort of fashion foray.
2: Okay so I'm a Saudi Lebanese um, my dad's Saudi and we moved here a couple of years back and I went to university here and I studied and and then while I was doing that I was um, I actually worked in, in private equity and i worked in advertising and i never really i loved fashion it was always in the background but i've never really went in it because i didn't take it seriously i didn't think it was like a profession that i can actually do something with um and then it just happened like i was working in private equity and in a company and i was i kept saving up money and i really, I started this blog on the side and I started talking about fashion and stuff like that. It was one of the first blogs in the Middle East. And um, then after that, I started posting pictures of what I wore and people really liked it. And then I decided to create my own label. Just out of a hobby, you know what I mean? Like it was just blazers. I really liked blazers. I thought it was the forgotten. Excuse me? Yes. <laughs> I love I, so I mean, love especially. <laughs> I thought it was something that could dress down and dress up any outfit and it's like at the forgotten accessory, you know, so So I wanted to make it into like something that stood alone and so I created blazers. And it's so
0: interesting, you know, sorry to interrupt you, but um, my youngest daughter, Eleanor, you know, we were saying kind of what would you like for your birthday and she kept saying about this Frankie blazer. And of course, she's now yeah. got one. And yeah. when I was, you know, preparing to speak with you and you were yeah. modeling this so beautifully, yeah. so beautifully, <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, you know, you were talking about starting off within yeah. in the finance world. Yeah. And again, if we're looking at all these incredible brains, there's a very strong correlation between maths and art yeah so maths and creativity so it's very much about being an all-rounder so Mm -hmm. it's no surprise when you were saying about having this feeling or gift about maths yeah and yet still that your creative brain was also being supported by that
2: I felt it was um when I was working I loved working in private equity but it was it drove me crazy there's always something missing and it, and it gave me a lot of anxiety working with just numbers and working with just you know things that are more for financial and business and all that stuff i needed something more creative yeah and my mom was like just go paint or take a ceramic class or something i'm like "No, no no i know exactly what i'm gonna do and i just started playing with fabric and i've been doing that since i was four years old with my aunt so she really pushed me to get into the whole fashion industry and it just came naturally for me.
1: So, so nice. Um. So there is a Kim Kardashian link. Yes. <laughs> so she was seen in one of your blazers yeah. and that sort of took off, took everything it, it off was, for you basically. It was it?
2: really, honestly, the way it happened was so surreal. It was so, I wasn't ready. Like I, literally I started designing the blazers out of hub, like just as a hobby. And I created a label and everything and and then when I started designing my first collection, people started stopping me on the streets and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, imagine if I could get my, my brand in Bloomingdale's or Harvey Nichols. And I kept just projecting and imagining mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the process, because I was blogging, as a blogger, I was invited to a lot of press releases and press events and stuff like that. And Kim Kardashian was coming. With millions of milkshakes. Uh, yes, I remember at that. At the time. Yeah. And and she was like, um, she came for a press event. So I came there and I had my friends that were also, that really wanted to blog as well, that they're part of the media. They all came wearing my blazers as well. So we were like a string of girls sitting in front, all wearing the blazers. And she was really into blazers then. And she noticed it and she's like, I really like your blazer. That blazers. is amazing. And all my friends are like, she designed it. She designed it.
1: <laughs> what I'm amazing like, PL's done, yeah, basically. Yeah, like, oh
2: my God. And then I was like, thank you and stuff like that. And then I didn't think anything of it. My friend, who was the editor of Marie Claire Arabia at the time, had a one-on-one interview with her in the hotel room. She was wearing my
1: blazer. I didn't even know. <laughs> you got some really good friends, by I the way. I really didn't Seriously. know. So she was wearing
2: my blazer and Kim was like, okay, hold it right there. I've seen this blazer before. I really like it. Do you know the designer? And how can I get my hand on it? So she called me, and she's like, um, babe, I'm sitting in front of Kim Kardashian. I was like, ha ha ha. I started laughing. I didn't believe her. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, I swear, I'm sitting in front of her, and she doesn't want to continue the interview. She wants me to get in touch with you, and if you could send her some blazers. I'm like, what? I was in my PJs at home. And I was like, you're lying. And she's like, no, no, no. And I was like, OK, but you just, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, she sent me a picture. With a selfie with her and Kim. And I was like, I stood out, I got my abaya. It's the first thing I could think of. I wore it over my pajamas. I grabbed a bunch of blazers that I thought she would like in her size. I packaged them really nicely. And I ran to Atlantis at the time she was staying there. And I gave it to her assistant. Her, sister, her assistant picked it up for me in the reception. And she took it. And I was like, now what is that why i literally i was like now what and i didn't know what to do and i'm like listen i can't obsess over this i'll drive myself crazy yeah yeah. i'm gonna just forget about it and then after a couple like a week or two um i was in the car and then i get a tweet saying spotted kim kardashian in new york leaving a nail salon wearing the jacket The you know um a a blaze like they didn't say the name yet but a blazer, a really unique blazer and stuff like that. I don't know what. And then I was looking at the pictures. I'm like, that's my blazer. Isn't that
1: amazing? <laughs> I was
2: that's my blazer. So the first person I called was my dad because my dad never believed that fashion could get you anywhere. <laughs> so uh, he was like, What's this fashion. Go study law or something. And you know, so I called him. I was like, dad, you won't believe it. You know, Kim Kardashian was seen wearing my blazer in New York. He's like, who? <laughs> and that killed me. <laughs> When he said who, I was like, Of course he Kim did. Kim Kardashian. He's That's like, low. Who is Kim Kardashian? I was like, Okay,
1: give, give me mom. My dad <laughs> would have been exactly Yeah, the I was same. like, Give me mom. I need to know. No, this to is mom. the other
0: way around in our house. <laughs> yeah. Kieran, my husband, knows every celebrity out there. Oh and the, he'll phone the girls and say, Do you know who's doing it? And Kim Kardashian's doing this. And, and I'm going, Oh, wow. Exactly. So Kieran's the opposite now. Oh, hand, wow.
2: Yeah, so. Yeah. it was, it was what
1: an amazing story yeah, that was very see, interesting were you like oh my god I hope they tag me and all this sort of stuff were it you was, like at, at you some
2: point out? like a lot of the you know she doesn't necessarily she's not going to tag but yeah. then a lot of the outlets that want to know who that blazer is from whatever uh, someone leaked that it was my uh, designer I already had an Instagram page because everyone was pushing me to do an Instagram page um, so it, it just got tagged and it started getting mentioned and then Kourtney Kardashian wore it, and then all of a sudden, I got a call from Lady Gaga's manager. Yeah, um, I mean that's that the ultimate, are, isn't they're it? They're in Dubai, and they would like a blazer, or a, you know, a abaya. If I have a, ab- if I design a abaya, so I designed the abaya specifically for her. But then I threw in like three blazers, just in case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just in case. And then all of a sudden, I see her in Sweden wearing my blazer. Lady Gaga, that is
0: amazing. But you know, ultimately you are very authentic in terms of, you believed in your blazer and you believed in all the yeah. different things as well. Yeah. If you had wanted Kim Kardashian, if you'd orchestrated it in such a way, the chances are it wouldn't have happened. No. So I it's think It's really the, hard to get yeah. to them, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's,
2: it, it's, inter- it's, it's nice when you find a way to have them come to you indirectly, even through their stylist. Because it does happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you work on that's what that's what I say to a lot of people that want to start brands or 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 market their brands and their newcomers. I was like, focus on the image of your brand. Let it be known. Let it be don't don't focus too much on getting it on celebrities. Because even if you try to push and push, you're gonna be spending yeah. so much money trying to get them to a stylist. And then the stylist has to convince the celebrity and maybe the celebrity won't wear it and
1: you're just you're just wasting so much money. And then it's not authentic. It's like they don't actually like not, it like they exactly. like the it. And it's yeah.
2: not authentic. And I was like, stop trying so hard. Just make it into like a cult, even with normal people. You know, now there's you know, TikTokers and, and all these people that are making a name for themselves, talking on TikTok, doing styling videos. Um, you know, if you if you just, you know, indirectly do styling videos or work with people that you know and have them style yeah. and have it all over like I started when I started I decided to because I didn't have like I didn't want to take anything from my dad, and I didn't have really financial support, and I saved money. I wanted to make sure that I use every penny carefully. Yeah. So when I did the shoot for the Blazers, I decided to use my friends who are all socialites and they go out and party and stuff like that. I used them as models. So you were quite no, strategic. they're very pretty. Yeah, yeah, they're very. So you, was,
0: you were quite strategic, but equally, do you think it was your background of working within finance that helped you? Or was it from the very beginning, you know, maybe your parents were showing you about money and how to use it? I
2: I mean, not really, but I I felt like the thing is, I've always been into marketing and advertising. And my mom was a creative director for Impact BBDO. And she's, you know, she's very into advertising and, and stuff like that. So to me, I believed in positioning your brand, even as people, as us, we are brands the way you position yourself, the way you choose to dress, the way you choose to sit, the way you choose to talk. This is, is, you're like a walking CV. You know what I mean? You're your own walking CV. So it's the way you position yourself, that's how you know you're gonna get like the job or you're gonna get, you know, when you go in dressing a certain way or acting a certain way, it's all about how you position yourself, whether it's a product or yourself.
0: And do you see that increasing over the years? Do you think maybe five years the the focus wasn't so great as it is now or do you think it's even it was
2: so much easier before yeah now it's a struggle for anyone to be heard because to you have so out. much noise you have the tiktok that came out, then you have snapchat and it's so there's so many outlets that are showing so many things that how are you how can you possibly get your name out there it's
1: it's like so hard it's so saturated isn't it exactly. and so many things going on but, um, well, speaking of uh, different sort of apps and things, podcasts, uh, yeah. Sleepers in Dubai. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, getting on to the sort of sleep factor. How, how yeah. do you sleep in general? You're obviously a very, very busy woman. You do a lot of traveling, and you go in your business. I and take designing my sleep and- seriously.
2: Like, I even wear the Oura ring just to track my sleep. Um, and it's 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 done me wonders to know what my HRV balance is. And if I'm, you know, sometimes my, um, I notice that if I if I eat um, late.
0: HRV is your heart rate variability. Oh, yes. okay. So heart rate variability. And it's yes. that's one of the best things about the yeah. aura yeah. is that it gives you that. Yeah. And it yeah. really
2: helps. And it, it it actually also helps me. It always helps me figure out if I'm about to get sick. It's really? so funny. It really yeah. tells, oh, of the HPV? You. It tells you that you're, let's Your say, sometimes my body temperature is elevated yeah. and they say, okay, you're, you're, you're restless, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, but I still fine. And then all of a sudden, two days
1: later, I have the flu. Yeah. So you'll know in yourself because you're not overly sold on any of these
0: smart devices, are you? I think they're not sold, honestly, in that, you know. Oh, they're not accurate, 100%. No. no. And, and you know that they're not yeah, accurate. But 100%. a lot of people who purchase them, they don't know that they're not accurate and they oh, do think no. that they are going to be the one-time fix-all and and they actually create so much more anxiety rather that's than... That's true. Yeah, yeah that's 100% does. true because, uh, yeah, it is true. And also, you know, if it tells you, oh, you've had a great night's sleep, yeah, and actually you possibly I don't, I have anything in... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not creating the most accurate vision. Yeah. They're a really helpful tool, and they are definitely getting better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Technology I, advances, I honestly take right? it as a
2: guide, though. It's yeah. more than... I, I I. don't rely on it 100% because I know it's not accurate 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But I needed something to sort of also um, kind of manage my heart rate because I do have SVT. Right. What's so superventricular tachycardia. Oh, so that it's
0: that? like... Um, where, where you know, our heart heartbeat is like yeah, oh, so it's like yeah. Okay, yeah. almost like it should be lit up lit up, up, yeah. up and it's lit up. Blub, blub, yeah. blub, so it, it's. So do you
1: have medication or do you? Yeah yeah. yeah I yeah. take I take Enderal every day now for like three months. And so do, is there any sort of like sleeping sort of methods that can sort of sleeping help Sleeping helps a lot. Sleeping Hugely. well helps Hugely. massively. It yeah.
0: When
2: I don't sleep property like around six to eight hours, I wake like I will have an attack.
0: Yeah. Really? For sure. Yeah. And, and a lot panic. of
2: times it's like a panic attack more than that panic. Was more of, cause the last time I had an SVT attack was seven years ago. Oh God, so that's panic. why the doctor was like, I don't think we should do the procedure which is ablation. Yeah. They're like, well, you don't need that no. because you're a A lot of people manage it. Well seven years ago, that's an amazing that's that's stint, yeah, isn't but it, then yeah. I've had a lot of panic and anxiety attacks mm. which mimic an right. SVT. So I couldn't tell the difference and I'd end up in emergency and it was annoying. I I went to hell for a month um, until I, I kind of found my balance.
0: At Mirabelle, passion fuels global connections. For more than 30 years, our international team has launched campaigns across continents through targeted marketing strategies, captivating promotions and innovative media solutions tailored to brands ranging from fashion to travel and tourism to health and well-being and so much more. Let our cross-cultural experience engage your audiences. Discover the Mirabelle difference at mirabelle.co.uk. Yeah. And that's what it is is about finding your balance. But just in terms of how it can affect your heart in such a way is that, so there are two mechanisms that we need, two systems that we need for sleep. And one is our circadian rhythm, which is the light. And then the other one is our sleep pressure. Mm. And sleep pressure is very similar to hunger in that the longer we go without food, the hungrier we become. Yes. And sleep pressure, the longer we go without sleep, the sleepier we become. Yeah. Now, with the rhythm, rhythms, a group of cells, which is, um, it's called a supercosmetic nuclei, yeah. which just sits here behind our eyes, and it monitors everything in terms of light. Now that's the one clock that tells all the other clocks in our body how, what time it is. So how many clocks, anyone I've told before, how many clocks in our body do we have? Can we remember? Oh, I don't know. If we have one clock here, just by the optic nerve. No? We could have no idea. Uh, really, I told them the very first one. Oh podcast. my God, I can't remember it. <laughs> At all? Um, 37. 37? We have 37 clocks in our body. Where are they? On every cell, on the heart, which is why your heart is thrown out when your sleep is thrown out. Wow. That's why. So we have clocks on our heart, on our lungs, on every cell in our body. So, you know, when the clocks go forward, um, like they did for summer, thankfully they don't hear. But when the clocks go forward, on the night that the clocks go forward in these 70 to 90 countries, on that one night, there is an increase in strokes and heart attacks. On that one night, by up to 24, possibly 26%.
1: That's wild. On that one night.
0: So all the A&E departments have more staff on that night in preparation. Now, when the clocks go back. <laughs> oh my God. yeah. Now when the clocks go back um, in October, they lower the staff in A&E because they know there's going to be a fall in strokes and heart attacks. Wow. Yeah. But they must be the same in Australia then because they have daylight savings yeah. and things yeah. as well. Yeah. do yeah, yeah, And also, do you know that, not wishing to alarm anyone, but do you know, um, once 12 o'clock has gone by, 12 midday, I know I am completely safe from having a stroke or a heart attack. All heart attacks and strokes occur between the hours of four in the morning and midday. And it's because of the clock in our heart, things getting thrown out. So the fact oh, that you sleep amazing. well, I'm very happy. Yeah, no, and it will I t- protect take, your heart. No, I take sleep super seriously. Good. Because you say, yeah, because you take of it, this. Yeah. Um,
2: but I've noticed that like, there's so, there's so many factors as well that disturb your sleep, like eating late at night. Yes. That is a killer for me. My heart rate, I just, because my resting heart rate normally would be like around
0: 63, 64. Very good, very if
2: efficient. I eat late at night, and a lot of times you go out at night and you have dinner and whatever, if I end up eating and it's heavy, I wake up on my, and like it monitors that my resting heart rate is around 80. Oh, wow, That's
0: hard. which means yeah, your yeah. heart is really inefficient. Right, yeah. very inefficient. Now, the reason why you really struggle if you have that meal mm. is because it ramps up your core body temperature. Yeah. and in order for us to get from stage one to stage two within mm. our first sleep cycle or any sleep cycle, the body needs to fall by zero point five degrees. Yeah, but because you've eaten, your body temperature has been ramped up, so it can't go to sleep. So you're you know sleep efficiency is really poor yeah so that's why so
2: so it really does affect because oh, a lot hugely. of people are like no that's that's like a myth you know if no, you it's eat not it. i was like i'm not talking about weight i'm talking about your sleep yeah yeah, yeah exactly. you know yeah. i know everybody everybody panics that if you eat late you gain weight i'm like i'm not talking about the
0: weight no no sleep is everything yeah, it's
2: definitely the sleep oh, the and science. if you don't sleep right yes
0: you will gain weight yeah, sorry yeah. and do you um, know yeah. why you'll gain weight um I mean, a really fun fact is that when we don't sleep well, the olfactory system, the sense of smell within the brain, is heightened for really high calorific food, such as, you know, your pizza with the cheese. Oh, so if you and
2: you well, you start craving all these things. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. And, always, and also the smell the of pizza,
0: which normally we might think, ugh, but when you're sleep deprived, so I, yeah, I know it is. just to eat all the time. It is. And sorry, but that's sorry. because we were talking before about. The two really important hormones being ghrelin, to say I'm hungry. So this is really ramped up when you're sleep deprived. But it's all about energy for the body, but the body can't discern between it being, you know, an avocado or a pizza. All it knows is energy. So that's that's why we take it. So yeah, go on. Um, But you say, you know, you take sleep very seriously, but do you sleep well in
1: general? And I know you do a lot of travelling. So, is there, and is it is, you know, do you, how do you prepare for some long trips and time zones and things like that? Um,
2: I make it a point, like when I travel to New York, for example, I make sure that I take the flight um, that's, let's say, early, early morning, so that I stay awake on the flight until I get there. By the time I get there, it's night. So, by the right. time I get there, I'm wiped out. So, I sleep at night there and I wake up early morning and I regulate Fine. Okay, myself nice. again because I, because otherwise, I'm, the jet lag is gonna kill you.
0: Yeah, but even other things that you can do, as well as doing that, so that's yeah. really helpful. And again, it's about not eating on your flight because that's yeah, I don't eat at all. Yeah, that's flights. very oh, you very, not? very important. Ooh, no, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. yeah. Are we yeah. talking
1: about this? How many calories are there yeah. in a in a in, a, in meal? a
0: six hour flight? An average six hour flight. The number of calories that we consume. Do you know how many? In it's a six hour. It's I'm terrified of asking. Go on, guess. Three. 3,100. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. 3,100. And, you know, it's nothing that the airlines can do particularly, but because yeah, the food okay. is at high altitude, they have to put extra fats. They have to put extra yeah, sugar and extra so. salt. Yeah. So 3,000 calories. 3,100. I have a habit
2: of calculating car- calories. So a lot of times I sit on the plane and my friend always eats it. I'm like, that's <laughs> like 1,200 calories. And then she has another meal at, yeah, at, at well. dinner and I was like, it's another thousand and I was like <laughs> I was like oh my god you know and then I can't yeah. like I usually take my own snacks if I, because you can't be on a 14 hour flight without eating or drinking. Because that's
0: the other thing, if you're hungry, then you're not going to sleep either. So it's trying to find this balance, but Mm. definitely say, you know, when you go to the New York, again, recognizing the body is this incredible machine and it monitors, it's very accurate in terms of the light. We've got these wonderful, wonderful cells Mm. in our eyes, Mm. melanopsin, Mm. and the melanopsin cells monitor the different lights and it's Mm. green and blue. Yeah. Um, the green and the, uh, the difference, the contrast between the green and blue light. Yeah. And the green and blue light in the morning is very, very different to the makeup of the green and blue light around sunset. True. So there's three times in the day to help you with your jet yeah. lag. Expose yourself to that natural sunlight yeah. in the morning. All you need is five minutes. Now, if you were to go to a window, for example, yeah. it would take you 50 times longer by standing at the window then if you to go outside for five minutes and expose your eyes to that natural light, five minutes as opposed to 55 yeah. minutes. So, so five minutes and then again in the afternoon, late afternoon, that's going to, again, the eye can pick up the yeah. contrast in that, you know, there's more blue mm. and yellow and so on. And of course the sunset in the evening. That's really, wow. and also that counteracts if you have to be on your phone. If you get your one of the best hacks, I think, because life is really hard. Yeah, really. And I keep my phone
2: outside.
1: The
0: room. Good, yeah, yeah, that's really good. I
2: don't. I've still Excellent. got. I've to I, I, I habit. had to work hard on it. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it was good. a habit I had to break. Yeah. And it was instant. Like I'd wake up instantly check my phone. So it's now like I an have addiction. an alarm because the alarm is on my phone. So now I have a separate separate alarm. Good. That's and my signal. phone is charging. In the living room.
1: Yeah, yeah I need yeah. to. I need to switch. To you that. do, you and do. we are running out of time, sadly. I oh, can't yes, for any you know, But do you have any questions for Julie in terms of sleep or oh
0: anything? Oh my god, at all you I've so her? much
2: already. Like, <laughs> I know, I, I know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. like, the science so so behind it is fascinating. Um,
1: isn't it? What about honestly, you supplements? Do you want any supplements? Yes, at yeah. actually, a lot of people like. Um,
2: I know people are so into supplements, but the thing is, I've, I've always wanted to ask a professional for supplements because I feel like. When I ask a friend, not everyone can take the same supplements. It depends yeah, yeah. what you need. But so far, I'm sleeping really well. It's just sometimes there's a lot of times that I wake up in the middle, um, okay. and it's always
1: at three a.m.
0: So Unless there's your body's two things. Programmed like to wake up at three a.m. Why though? Yeah. So there's a number of reasons why. So three a.m. Somewhere around three to four o'clock a.m. There is a change in the physiology of our sleep. So, at the very beginning of your sleep, that's when we have that deep, deep sleep. And then, as our sleep wears on throughout the night, it changes into rapid eye movement, which is when that happens, somewhere around three to four o'clock. And so, are you a morning person?
2: I am a morning person.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, the reason why it's three to four o'clock is because your melatonin Mm -hmm. comes in earlier in the evening. So, the change in your physiology of your sleep if you like, where it becomes that lighter sleep is your rapid eye movement around three to four o'clock. Now again there's a number of things that you can do to counteract that and to wake up. Stay sleeping. (laughs) So one of the things is to look at what you're doing before bedtime. That's a really important look at your routine. Are you exposing yourself? It's like for example, when you go to your bathroom and you have your bedtime routine, you know, you brush your teeth and I guarantee that you will brush your teeth around the same number of brushes every single night. But one of the things that most people don't realize, you go into your bathroom and the light is too bright. You need a dim light. That is totally- yeah, I have a dim light. What, in it, the bathroom before you go to yeah, bed? Yeah, totally, because otherwise, to, you have you to. I have three yeah. types of lights in the yes, room. Yes, good. In oh, the bathroom. Wow okay now are they led yeah. lighting or not no they're not LED okay LED so that's good because an led lighting is like having the screen in your yeah, room yeah no no I so that's have really that. important I can't
2: that. it'll, it'll, like just temperature yeah.
0: what's the temperature of your room 23. that's possibly the biggest reason really? it's too warm It's too warm. yeah yeah because what happens you see cold. Cold. no yeah
1: that's
0: fine um your <laughs> environment the cooler, it's more that you have a cooler environment so and cooler. more layers. Mm. That's a much better way of you sleeping and will counteract. If your room's 23, it could be better at, 21? I would say 21. Yeah. yeah. Did you say you have
1: to simulate like a cave-like experience?
0: Yeah, and it's dark. I'm sure your room's dark, is it? Yeah, it's is dark. It very I can't dark. sleep
1: if it's not dark.
0: Good, good. But what happens, and just to again demonstrate to you about how the temperature of the room is important, or of you is that at night, the melatonin is really high, that sleep hormone, and your cortisol is down here. Now, as the night wears on, the melatonin rotates round and your cortisol raises. Now, if you are warm, that will push the cortisol higher than we want it to be, which means it will cause you to wake up at three o'clock in the morning.
1: Well wow, that's
2: cortisol all that affects yes. that, wow. Yeah, It's the temperature. I also have night sweats, which is weird because I sleep cold, yeah. and then I wake up drenched. Really, well, yeah, how weird. But then they just but say I've had, the but I, Apparently I've had that, because I, I was telling my mom I've your that I've had that as a baby.
0: Yeah, I think about your thyroid as well. I've done it, I've tried testing. Yeah, okay, okay. But the temperature is definitely a reason. Um, and I, I would, I'll do that. I'll try yeah. that. Yeah. that so. my work actually. Well, sadly, we're going to have to wrap up. We <laughs> have know. enough time.
1: But, um, final question though, just yeah. before yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah. we throw out. Uh, what to you is the perfect night's sleep? How do you achieve the perfect night's sleep? Um,
2: well, it's always when I sleep around 1030 max. Um, Definitely. the minute, yeah. the minute I go past 11, that's not, uh-uh. That doesn't work for me. Like, I, I, I know that I'm not going to get the perfect night's sleep. And then um, usually, like, I'd, I'd always drink a glass of water. And I try not to do any screen time right before I go to sleep, which is usually hard because that's how I fall asleep. Oh, I didn't want <laughs> <That's, until> to <now. laughs>
0: that but even that's a really Because I can't thought. sleep without
2: watching Friends.
0: Oh, really, that's not your game. It makes to... me in a mood, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like
2: because usually the whole day I'm like packed with so much seriousness that I need something funny.
0: Okay, so just just one final bit. Sorry, I know we've got to forward. wrap up. But so when you're looking at the screen, yeah, and watching Friends, mm. it's giving off. Remember that invisible blue light. So when you have gone to bed at ten thirty, your body is prepped for sleeping. Yeah. But when you're watching the screen, it tells your brain it is not ten thirty p.m. It's actually two. P at 2 o'clock yeah, in the I afternoon. Know. So when it comes to that change, your clock is thrown off completely.
2: I figured.
1: But
0: I'm this is I didn't good. want to give it up. Uh, sorry, I didn't uh, want to mention it. it. It's a guilty pleasure, isn't
2: it? You can't let go. I was off. like, wait, I'm going to keep this for me. That's like, <laughs> <why>? <laughs> like If she knows, she's going to tell me no.
0: <laughs> but I think if yeah. we understand why, then I'm it's much try. more likely. Yeah. Yeah, but you might try, but in your head you'll be saying, no, no, it's not that, but it is. But she, could she just listen, listen to know. Friends then instead yeah, of watching it? Could she just listen to it? Of course you can maybe listen to it. it. Maybe
1: I'll,
2: I'll, I'll listen to an uh, audio book or something. Very
0: yeah. definitely. That's a really nice idea. Okay, good. Yeah. There you go. So, um, as you can see, I have we have thoroughly enjoyed this uh, podcast. Very and um, just again, to remind yourself, your superpower, without question, is your sleep. And you are... You can do anything with it, so from Sleepless in Dubai, thank you.